Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this season, I'm identifying the dumbest thing on every single goddamn page in a trio of adventure modules for TSR's Marvel Super Heroes RPG, starting with Adventure MT1, All This and World War II. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. All This and World War II was written by Ray Winninger and published in 1989 by TSR. Today we're discussing page 21 of All This and World War II. On today's page, we begin chapter 3, Trial by Combat. Uh, We're at the end of a recording day. My voice is shot from doing Nick Fury, as you can probably imagine. I want food, I want some tea, I want to go to sleep, but more than any of that, I want to tell you about the Cavalier Infantry Support System. I just can't go to bed with the specs of this bonkers fucking robotic boondoggle rattling around in my mind. I, I just have to get it out. After building up to it over all the previous pages, continually up to now, our heroes have been told by Nick Fury, I can't tell you anything else about the Cavalier. It's designed to work against you in some manner. That's why we need you, but I can't tell you anything about it. Now, finally, we find out what the Cavalier is and what it is for. Basically, what happens is, 7 o'clock sharp, the next day after Nick Fury gave you the pointless security nightmare of a tour that he did yesterday, he takes you to an area called the main testing floor and finally explains to you what the Cavalier is. It's a big, clunky, four-legged robot. Doesn't look at all like a person or an animal. It's just like a boxy shape on top of walker legs. Fury's holding its remote control, and he explains that the Cavalier infantry support robot is dual purpose. Number one, it's infantry support. It's meant to replace tanks. Fury says, quote, its firepower is superior to any tank in the world's arsenals, but in addition to being powerful, it's autonomous. You give it an objective and forget it, and its AI or whatever just allows it to do whatever you told it to do. So no crew, no further instruction. You just let the robot loose with a job. So that's that's purpose number one. Purpose number two, and I think you'll agree there might have been some mission drift here from one end or the other. Purpose number two is as a, quote, low-risk, less lethal weapon for local police departments. The idea here is that these would be used against super-powered foes. So in a military context, some soldiers would say, I think we need to go kill everyone in that fortified compound. Let's send the Cavalier in there to be essentially a running four-legged tank with an AI and just send it to autonomously chase down and kill everyone in there. And in a domestic circumstance, what would happen is Batrock the Leaper or somebody is robbing a bank And when the cops show up and see that this guy is dressed in purple and orange, clearly he's a threat to them. He's a threat to everyone around. So they would summon the super tank, set to non-lethal, and say via the remote control, Hi, Robotank, will you please subdue Batrock the Leaper, that Frenchman in orange and purple over there, uh, using your non-lethal laser gun? Uh, could you maybe non-lethally electrocute him, perhaps non-lethally stomp him with your gigantic metal frame, whatever you need to do, just with the provision that you don't destroy any property. It really does say that. Don't unnecessarily destroy any property, don't hurt any innocent bystanders, and do to the bad people whatever needs to be done. Whoever we've designated as bad, go be a tank at them until they stop being a problem. And then the next thing you know, Batrock the Leaper is running, crying through the streets. Everyone else is going about their business. He is being literally pursued on foot by a tank. Unless Batrock brought a gun. Here is what is both dumb and brilliant about the Cavalier Infantry Support System. It seems like the main thing that Not Quite Shield is working on right now with the Cavalier is fighting super beings. And you can definitely see that in the stats of the Cavalier. 
It has the following abilities, fighting incredible, agility remarkable, strength incredible, endurance amazing, reason excellent, intuition incredible, psyche typical, lots of health. It's got twin blaster cannons that do remarkable damage and get more accurate each turn to hit those pesky elusive superheroes like Spider-Man. It's got an electrified hull, so if anybody tries to jump on it and do anything sneaky, then it instantly shocks them, causing excellent electrical damage, which by the way, they say is set to non-lethal for this training exercise, but I'm not buying that. Like, remember earlier we saw Baron Zemo, the Nazi scientist? His death ray does excellent damage, and that's a death ray. For scale, that's twice as much damage as getting shot by a revolver. I wouldn't sit still for Baron Zemo if he told me, don't worry, my death ray is set to not death, and I likewise would not accept at face value when Nick Fury tells me, don't worry, the robot may electrocute you, but in a safe way. Uh, The Cavalier also has big stable pads on its feet, so that it can't be knocked around the way that superheroes love to do. Kind of a killjoy move for your first fight in presumably your first session ever of this superhero game, but whatever. It's a a very prudent anti-superhero measure to be stable enough that you can't just get knocked back through brick walls all the time. Very genre savvy. Speaking of which, the dumbest and yet most brilliant thing on this page, quote, armor. The robot's armored hull provides it with remarkable protection from blunt attacks and good protection from energy and force attacks. The robot has amazing resistance to heat, cold, and radiation. Amazing resistance to heat, cold, and radiation immediately shuts down or greatly mitigates the threat of lots of superheroes and villains. Against your human torches, your ice mans, your captain's atom, the list goes on and on. Lots of superheroes and villains have basically that one damage type as a gimmick. Amazing resistance against it is just a lot. But then you see it also has good resistance to energy and force attacks. Now, good is not great, but given that this thing has a lot of health, strong range between the robot's body armor and its superior health, it may be able to outlast the odd blaster hero like a Cyclops. And then that remarkable protection against blunt attacks, I mean, lots of super strong heroes do more damage than remarkable with their fists, but subtracting 30 from any incoming damage, it's huge. And you know, with this thing's speed, it can probably play keep away from a lot of those bruiser heroes. So overall, you know, not perfect, not unbeatable but a very strong robot for fighting big beefy brick type superheroes, elemental gimmick superheroes, anybody who might try to jump up on the robot and reprogram it, they're going to get electrocuted, all that stuff. What you may have noticed though is that the Cavalier lacks any armor against shooting or edged damage, which means that the extremely practical weapons that superheroes refuse to use, like knives and guns, bayonets, just rip this thing to shreds. Like, whatever a proper military firearm or edge weapon would do to a toaster, that's what it does to the Cavalier, the infantry support system. The idea that you would deploy this thing in a military context, like as a replacement for a tank, super dumb. Real, real bad implementation of that idea, especially given it's such a, like, one-trick pony with a range of four areas. There are lots of guns that shoot further than that. So, once again, lots of superheroes, like, run at foot speed or swing from building to building on some kind of cord. In a military context... You often have people in vehicles, and those people shouldn't have too much difficulty just staying out of range of the Cavalier and riddling it with its greatest weakness, bullets. It's also, needless to say, a horrible idea to give this thing to police departments so that whenever the cops feel like they're in over their heads or just want to take it easy that day, they can sick this thing on anybody with a costume and just count on the robot to decide how much force is appropriate and how much destruction is acceptable to apprehend or annihilate anyone who made the mistake of committing a crime while wearing bright colors. However, the idea of deploying this thing as a low-risk weapon against super villains specifically 
is strangely well supported by the mechanics, because whatever engineers worked on the Cavalier were genre savvy enough to know, clearly the best way to do efficient violence on a day-to-day basis is still like guns and sharp objects, but superheroes just refuse. A superhero who could readily get his hands on a normal gun will insist on firing a ray gun or having a little wrist launcher that shoots out exploding silver pellets or some bullshit. And against that stuff, against opponents who punch, kick, shoot lasers, are radioactive, are covered in fire, the Cavalier is golden. If this thing were to get out of control, it probably would rampage all over a lot of street-level superheroes. But if it got out of control, the police could probably take it because they have guns. That's why Nick Fury isn't testing his cutting-edge super tank against a half-dozen hapless police officers. He knows the Cavalier isn't ready for that kind of challenge. He's turning it loose against superheroes, our superheroes. Join me next time to see how that goes on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact the show however you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Podbean, Gmail, Instagram, etc., etc. This episode's theme music is Robinson's Grand Entry March, performed by the United States Air Force Concert Band. Thanks for listening.